in, I decided to check episode 99 of Start Creating As We Go with the Riddler Sisters, one away from 100, so this is a big deal. I'm Susie, I'm hosting today, and we're getting, is, are we still getting rain? It seemed like we've been getting rain all day. It's clear now. Well, it's gray, but it's not raining. Okay, so yeah, so that's the kind of day it's been, and we've had very varied weather here, uh, sometimes sunny and kind of warm, and lots of rain this year, and um, mm-hmm. at least it's not super hot, which I'm very happy about. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's crazy here in Ontario, and I don't like that. <laughs> How are you doing, Jamie? I'm doing well. I was so glad it stopped raining long enough for me to go out and do a few things, which is good. Uh, The garden is appreciating the rain, which is always nice. Though, I have these beautiful tree peonies, and they literally bloom for like a day and a half. And yesterday, they went like, and then the rain, they were like, (laughs) (laughs) they had their moment, and it is done. That is right. So that's when they won't come back. That's it? No, once they're sort of like, then we're... Well, next year. They'll come back next year. Yes, they'll come back next year. Knock on wood. How about you, Shannon? Oh, I've been doing good, I guess. I was actually, I was enjoying Jamie's Instagram stories about her flowers. It's so nice to see. And the kittens, you know, so nice. to. There was a great one today with the rain. Um, but uh, Yeah, so um, I, ha- I don't know. Like, I've been, I've, it's weird. I've been up for a long time because it's Monday. And, but I'm a little... <laughs> it sounds like we're gonna have that kind of a day here on start today <laughs> work out all the kinks for the awesome 100 <laughs> <laughs> appropriate that i'm hosting that let's just get through the kinks <laughs> um <laughs> they can be good it's true they can um did you have anything else shannon before i move on no I'll just say that I really, I'm so glad that we've been back a little more often and we've been getting into a rhythm again. I like it. I like chatting with you guys. We have also an awesome audience. We got such lovely comments. It's beautiful to know that you're feeling inspired and that you're creating that just feels so good. And so I don't know, maybe we'll, maybe we're on a roll. That would be nice. And yes, I want to say thank you to, I'm so sorry, I don't have the name with me, was it Yvonne? Somebody wrote last week reminding me about Anthony Bourdain, uh, which Jamie actually had mentioned uh, later too, as being a really fantastic food nonfiction writer sort of to look up to and that there are lots of nonfiction writers that are incredibly inspiring and yes and apparently Shannon people there was one woman who had our time seeing you a yeah. bit so hopefully hopefully it's a little clearer today yeah I cleaned it but not today so <laughs> I, do I think today. you look great today oh, I do thank too you. thank you I know it is a bit grainier um but that's there's only, I, I tried. <laughs> yeah, we have that 1940s glow, yes. like that beautiful, like star power. Yes. Yeah, yes. We have, perfect. <laughs> I love how all our monitors are so different because, of course, mine's very dark. Jamie's is like perfect. And then Shannon's got this, this Gaussian glow. glow filter going on. So, how Riddler sisters, all the same, but different. So, yeah. <laughs> mom would appreciate that. <laughs> so I'm it's unbelievable that in just two weeks since we did the last um <clears throat> start that I went from being a hundred percent dedicated to focusing on food to eh. <laughs> um so that's my big my big challenge and reveal which sucks um it's one of the reasons why I don't like committing to things because I think I am a bit a commitment phobic and that when I commit to something I lose interest <laughs> just it happens and it's not just that it's a lot of things um and it doesn't help that it's getting warmer i don't know about other people but when it gets warm my interest in food disappears like i'm all about frappes but that's pretty much it (laughs) frappes and fruit and salad and smoothies so um not in a big uh eating or making food mode and of course we are also packing, so all my stuff is almost pretty much packed. So for those of you interested in what appliances I cannot live without, I will be <clears throat> bringing with me my blender and my Instant Pot. <laughs> so <laughs> everything else is getting put away. 
but uh, yeah, so, you know, things wax and wane and I'm sort of now, I'm in a nebulous area. I'm actually, it's not a lot creative I even really want to do, I think, except for photography. So, um, and that requires energy. And so I'm a little frustrated with that because I don't have any energy to go out and take photos other than regular walks right now. So I hope that comes, but uh, yeah, we'll have to see. We'll have to so see. we did an amazing photo shoot, oh, Susie. Mm -hmm. I saw some of those photos. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if any of those were public yet, Jamie. I shared some in my newsletter this weekend. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, so they are because I I didn't want to share any of them because yes, Jamie asked me to do a photo shoot for her summer yearbook and all sorts of stuff, and we we tried doing a photo shoot in the rain. That was very interesting. I've never done the big camera and the umbrella, and oh my god! <laughs> but wow, some really. Yeah, some really, really amazing images of Jamie, which was great. And then we went to a cafe, and of course, then I could take pictures of food and her writing and drawing, and it was, it was, that was actually lovely. I love that. I mean, we had so much fun. So that was definitely, thank you for mentioning that. That was <laughs> definitely the highlight. I think I just sort of crashed after that, because <laughs> so, I'm like, I have everything else to photograph. So, <laughs> but that was really great. And I did notice that when I was at the, um, the Burger Mania Festival that I went to, I actually had more fun taking spy pictures of people than I did of the food. And Jamie, of course, mentioned to me, well, says you've been kind of photographing food forever. And I think that might be part of what's going on. I'm a person who always needs to be growing. If I'm not growing, I'm dying. And so I got to figure out what that means. And it could be that I photograph people, which is kind of scary <laughs> so, and kind of weird <laughs> for me. Um, but it was so much fun. It was really great. And the, the where we chose was perfect. We had great lighting, even though it was a rainy day. So it was a bit of a challenge to do a summer photo shoot on a rainy day, but we did it. We did it. It was so awesome. And it's so funny when you said um, uh, when uh, you might be a little scared, it might be scary to take pictures of people. I'm like, unless it's me. Unless <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason why I'm considering doing it is because doing it with you was so much fun. And I love that. I mean, I do, I do think I'm a person that people can really be themselves around. And I think that at least, I don't know if, you, I mean, Jamie, you can be yourself around me all the time. Uh, so <laughs> for photographing, of course, you know, that, that's really uh, helpful. So I hope that that translates to people outside the family, because <laughs> that would be kind of interesting. And I'm not interested in portraits or stuff like that, but like, you know, social media shoots and stuff like that would be really cool. So yeah, it was lots of fun to do it with you. And I think you have lots of wonderful ideas. It wasn't intimidating. I, of course you're my sister. So that's true. Um, you know, but I always feel, and that's one of the really nice things. I never feel afraid to do something, even if it's goofy or silly or to try it out. So we are like, you know, let's try jumping in the puddles. Okay. Like we just, <laughs> And those are great shots. They were it was so much fun. And also, Susie, just really can, um, you know, it was amazing to me. We're in a very sort of small area. We're in the window seat of a cafe. And the range of what Susie got pictures of from the different angles, from making sure she included what's up in this corner versus like, was like fascinating and really interesting for me to learn from you as a photographer, all, you know, all the different ways you can look at something and how much you can create out of a very limited scenario. Yes. And, and it was really exciting that like, I actually had to negotiate with people at the bakery saying, you know, we're doing a photo shoot. Can we sit here and you can have our table. And, you know, <laughs> and then I'm like, Oh, we got the corner. So there's the yellow backdrop. And then there's the purple hydrangea in the back. You know, like it's, yeah, it's, it's, you can do a lot with the little, and I've had to do that with, with my food photography. Cause a lot of times food is really small and I try it and come up with new and different ways of, of, of photographing foods. So, and I've had many kitchens. Um, so yeah, I love doing that and, and learn that doing like, and I learned this in the flat lay class, it's on blueprint, which I recommend to people who are Instagrammers. It's a really interesting class <clears throat> that, that it really is better to do the, the flat photos with the phone. It's, you know, it's trying to get uh, unless you're using a wide angle lens on a certain setting on a DSLR, getting that perfect overhead shot 
is actually really challenging. So it was really helpful to me. It confirmed because I did both. Like Jamie said, I've got super long arms. So that's one of my superpowers. (laughs) (laughs) The overhead shot with, with both cameras and no, it's like, no, the camera, it's better for the one thing. And, and then the phone with this and yeah. So it was, it was, it was really, that was really great. I think maybe that's probably why I kind of crashed really when I think about it, because I'm like, I don't have any photographs in, so. <laughs> <laughs> but we did have art day, which was great. So I will share, since I don't think I shared art day last time, because sometimes I feel like I'm not, I'm sort of limited when it comes to art. So, um, but this time I, did, I felt pretty good about it. We did, okay, the year of the collage, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Carla. Carla Sondheim, it's her course, but the teacher for this season is Lynn Whipple. That's right. So this was Lynn's snow globe. We can talk about this, right? Snow globe class. So this was the idea behind this one is to drop pieces of scrap. And I love this one because there's a mini Chewbacca. And I feel like this is her story. (laughs) It was her life story. And I realized uh, when, when we were doing this is that actually for me, story is really important. So, um, then, uh, we did another one where it's sort of like a mosaic of scraps. Mm. So I'll go in there and I got to say, I'm actually quite in love with this. I, yeah, I'm really happy. Like I, I wanted some text and Jamie gave me some of this cause I, I had very limited scraps. So I got some help with that. And, um, I don't know. I love the lines. I love the movement. Um, I love all the nature, but I also made sure to add like beads to add metallic color. And then there's this dark navy blue. So that I didn't, I really, sometimes I can be very one tone and I want, I really tried hard to incorporate different tones while having a mostly nature tone. So it wasn't too nature-y, <laughs> in other words. And, and you know, and there's, there's lots of, like, um, I think that's cross-stitch, something mm-hmm. like that. This came from, like, an embroidery magazine. So, I yeah. Was, like, a meadow. That's what I thought it was. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so that was, it was actually kind of healing because, you know, I, I really do sometimes think I'm such an in-the-box thinker, and both of those I don't know, adding the story element idea to it um, gave it more depth and more meaning for me than just putting stuff on a piece of paper. And so it always comes down to storytelling, right? Whether it's photography, nonfiction writing, I care about the story, number one. And, um, and I think it's kind of an artistic breakthrough for me is, is incorporating story into the art. And I think I can, I can connect with it more um, deeply. So, yeah, so that's my story, and that's my art, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> You're sticking to it. You stuck it down. Stuck it down. I did. I did. It was so much fun to do all together, and Shannon had all her designated areas, so we all had a place. There was a, at the end, we could look at each other like we are going to a gallery. Yeah, it's true. It's true. We all roamed afterwards with different stations. It's true. <laughs> And it's been such a joy to me, like when we do it all together, I know I said this to you both yesterday is there's a way you get to see each other through your work, you know, and it's really interesting to see that we can do exactly the same exercise. Susie, like you were saying, you know, three sisters, one family, but all different, you know, and it's like we can see doing the same exercise each of our own preferences, our own, like how we think, how we, the kinds of things we gather around us become Mm -hmm. visible in our artwork. And I just think that's the coolest. I love knowing that for you, there's always a story that's really is central to your creative voice. Absolutely. And when there isn't, I feel very lost. So now that I know that I'm hoping I can always you know, even just project a story onto it so that it's a positive experience. Cause otherwise it just, I just feel very flat. It's like, the, it's like the, the box, it's the house. It's, I needed a story, you know, maybe it, everyone else, people don't know that story. Um, when I created a house, like when we had Lego, I would make a box and call it a house. I had a door for a mouse, so a mouse could go in there. But if somebody, maybe if I had thought, I'll do a castle, maybe I would have thought something differently. And maybe if it was a castle that had 
if you survived a war, maybe it would look differently. You know, that there, there was, other than the mouse, there was no story. And so maybe that's the missing link for, and key for me for art. So at least I hope so. Cause the idea that I'm a flat thinker really scares me. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and I would have photography, two dimensional. Story has always been important to you. Like it com- comes back like again and again and again thematically throughout all of the arts and life like so I think it makes total sense to make sure that that's a part of your art as well and a way to connect with it that's really great thanks Shannon and Dini I appreciate that yeah, yeah I do feel like that's that was a big breakthrough thank you to mini Chewbacca it was mini Chewbacca I don't know what happened <laughs> that is awesome so Lynn was right that we like just randomly toss some things down and tape it down some magic can happen like Chewbacca appeared out of nowhere beneath Chewbacca and told you of your love of story <laughs> she shared her backstory with me because it's definitely a female Chewbacca so it's like Chewy so I'm trying to think no there's no female equivalent Ms. Chewy <laughs> Oh, that'd be Miss Chewy, but growing up to be a kick-ass Miss Chewy. So, yeah. Miss Chewvious. Yes. So just to give people hope out there that you can still, at my age, have a breakthrough with art, even though you've had this struggle since you were four. Um, so, yeah. So that was big. So Awesome. Okay, Jamie, what's up with you? So said that because I wanted to share I've got some stuff from our art day too but I wanted to share some stuff from my class and some of it being in that same sort of idea of know that you can always have a breakthrough because we we did more life drawing uh this time we had a male model and we worked in ink and it was just fascinating to see everybody get stressed out about ink like just like it's so different than when you're working with anything that's erasable suddenly you feel like <gasps> You know, the stress level in the class was high. And um, I, and I, that was part of my breakthrough recently was realizing I wasn't stressed out about it. I knew that I'd make some things that I wouldn't like, and I knew that I might make a few things that I did, and I'm just getting a little more used to that. And that's really, it's really significant. And I think some of that comes from just making lots, you know, and you just start to realize as you make more and more stuff that making stuff you don't like is inevitable. And it's not, you know, I think when you're starting out and when you care deeply, then you take everything you make as a sign of either your worthiness or unworthiness, you know, and it's just too heavy, too heavy. Um, And I just don't think it's helpful. So, but making more and more and more and more has helped. So, but let me show you my crappy first ink um, drawings because like they're really not good. Like this is my um, trying to capture this guy, and it was so fascinating to have a guy, and it just made me realize like, well, I don't want to anything I say comes out not that great about this. Um, but it was just very different to have a nude male model than to have a nude female. I guess we see the female form out in the world so much more in art in magazines in our in the mirror <laughs> you know when we look down but so it's just very it was very different and i think so um that was interesting and for me so what i'm i guess one of the things i'm trying to say is this i started out just um being new to ink and being new to a male model and really new, this is my second day life drawing so newbie 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 um then we changed how the, the way we were doing drawing and this is these are my next set of drawings and like i think they're much better and so oh. thank you let me see this one's one of my favorites this one up here wow incredible thank you i love the other ones too though <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> oh thank you well, well, get that in there one is like, first of all, this technique of um, drawing by sort of scribbling in the form to give it volume, we've done it a few times. So I had a little more, just like that much more experience with that. Also, by the time I was drawing this one, there were several in between. There was a lot more. I'm not showing you everything. There's a lot more of the sort of crappy big ones. But by now, I also understood what I was looking at just a little bit better. I understood 
this guy's body just a little bit better. Mm -hmm. And so um, it reminds me of, you know, my husband, Justin, went to OCAD for a time, the Ontario College of Art and Design, and he was so impacted by one drawing class he took where the teacher told him to draw something, that, like an item that was in front of him. He said, draw it. It was a piece of machinery. And they said, now just draw it again. No instruction, no anything, just draw it again. And the second time was significantly better. And I just love that story because it just tells you just doing it makes a difference. You start to see differently. Your relationship between your eye and your hand is different. And so you can start just improving if you stick with it and don't get shut down by, oh, that looked crappy. Hmm. You know, if you, it, it's like, I'm going to have to come up with a character or something because that, oh, that looked crappy just suddenly is like this person standing in the door of a party. And the minute you listen, oh, I don't get to go in then. And it shuts you down. It's over. The adventure's hmm. over. It's like, wah, wah, wah. You got a whammy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but if you don't listen to that, you get to keep going. And when you keep going, the adventure continues and anything can happen. Yep, there'll be more crappy drawings. Probably that's going to happen, but you'll also get better and you'll also probably make a few things you like. And, and also you start to find like, like for me, I like these two, same kind of style. And that's teaching me something that this particular kind of drawing I get. I like it's it's and other kinds not, like here I'll show you the next one we did other kinds not so much <laughs> <laughs> you know and and this was more just like drawing the outlines mm -hmm. and um but I even though this was for me though I like this one yeah that one's lovely thank you I love them <laughs> thank you but I guess I'm saying whether they're successful or not successful yeah. to you you're learning something you know, and you're finding out, oh, I feel more comfortable with this. I really like that. Oh, if I draw, like one of the things I love here, for me, the thing I love here is the line of his spine down his back. And that really came from one day the teacher saying, draw a line from the top of the body to where the weight goes into the ground. And that was such a wonderful, like just, oh, and you just get this energetic feeling of the body. And so that became his spine because it was leaning right into his butt, leaning onto the um, floor. <laughs> it's a fancy word I'm looking for there. Also, so and then we did feet. And what was so interesting about that was the teacher walked around and she noticed everybody was avoiding doing the feet. Everyone also avoided, like she said, she said, everybody add the genitals or it looks a little weird. So, <laughs> but that might've been for a different reason, but a lot of people like put a light feeling in for the feet, but didn't try to get into any detail. So she made us do the feet and somebody said, well, feet are hard. And the teacher said, actually people get so scared of feet. They don't do it. And when you don't do it, it becomes hard. Oh. You know, feet are just another part of the body. Knees are also pretty complicated. Teeth are complicated, you know? So it's like, don't be afraid of it. The less you do it, the less you'll know how to do it. Yeah. Right. And just like you said before, like even when you do something one more time, you're that much more. Yes. So if you do 10 drawings and you always miss the feet, then you're 10 times better at the body and 10 times worse at the feet. 100%. I don't know that from experience. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. It was very succinct, though, Shannon. Thank you. And then just and then just a couple more. And I ended up really liking one of the beautiful things about ink. And I think I might have said this the last time we worked in ink is that you can do line and wash, right? So this is just one medium, and we got to do like the line of his body. And then I just found like putting in some shadow, it just, it just adds a little magic. It just really does. And then this is the last one I'll share, but I was looking at this one today and it's been a little while since I drew it and I suffered doing this one. I could not figure out his knees. I could not figure out 
how big this should be and roulette. Like I could not, like I was just like going over it. You can see he's got three knees or something here because you know ink, you can't erase it. Having said all that, when I look at it today, almost out of all of them, I'm like, but that looks like the guy. Mm. You know what I mean? Wow. Like I can see him in it. Yeah. So I, don't know, I guess I'm just, I'm trying to encourage people to learn what I'm learning of just try it. And just the more, the more you make, the more you recognize that everybody makes crappy art. Like the best, our teacher went up to do something. She's a beautiful artist and I love the way she creates line. Like it's just her hand. And but then one day she went up, she's like, oh yeah, this is really crappy. I'm like, yeah, this doesn't really look in proportion. And she's like, yeah. You know, it's like everybody, everybody does that. It is not the sum total yes or no. Don't listen to that whammy at the door. Just make it again. And the more you can, the more you can let go of judging how you're doing, the more opportunity you have to enjoy actually doing the work. And if you can enjoy moving your hand on the paper and looking and lo enjoy a line or a shade, then that's when I think you have some opportunity to stick with something long enough to feel a sense of improvement. Mm. So, you know, it's not, it's really hard to stick with something when all you're feeling is discouraged. And I went through that for literally years. You know, the story I always tell is taking a drawing class with Shannon. I would leave crying every single time because I just felt so frustrated that I couldn't, I couldn't find a toehold. I just couldn't. Um, so a good teacher makes the difference too. Um, but even if you have no teacher, draw something once and then draw it again. Uh, and then I've got a few things to share from our art day collage session. So this was one of my uh, drop, my snow globe art where we just drop pieces on it. And the thing I learned, like Susie loves story, I love character. <laughs> like I, I just, in everything I do, figures emerge. And I don't know how well you can see this, but to me it's like there's this sort of like bird, like running character sort of coming in and it looks like he or she has an envelope that they're handing to <laughs> another character who's looking at them here. <laughs> so it's just, and you know, here another sort of crazy character came out and showed up on the page. And it's almost like I would keep dropping things until I saw a character. Like I'm just, I'm waiting for the character to arrive. Nothing has happened until the character arrives. This one too, it's a little harder to see, but I think down here there's a little, almost like horse's head, you know, there's like an eye here and then the cheek and then the muzzle here and a little ear or horn. So funny, I see an elephant. Yeah, totally, <laughs> I see an elephant. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, awesome. the big, the big. With um, the tail? Yeah, the thing that looks like a doorway that's sort of steel colored, that feels like it's arm out to me. Oh, yeah. wow. That was awesome. But yesterday, I totally saw what you were talking about. Me too. <laughs> I love that about art. <laughs> and then we did the one where we were a little more intentional. And again, the first one I did ended up sort of being a little bit of oh character. Uh, but I did do one that was more abstract, which I just loved. Like, I just really had so much fun sort of, I don't know, just gluing stuff down. And it's, it's one of those exercises when you're doing it. Like when, if someone tells you this exercise, hey, take some scraps and glue it down. You go, no, why would I do this? <laughs> like you might think that, oh, that would be fun, right? But, you do, but until you're doing it, like for me, I, I, you know, one, I just trust the exercise and, and I knew it would be fun. But what I didn't, I knew intellectually, but I knew a lot more when we did it was, oh my gosh, it gives you a million opportunities to figure out, oh, I like these two colors together. Oh, wait, I think it needs something over on this side of the page. Oh, wait, I'm enjoying that triangular shape. Maybe I'll explore that more. Oh, wait, you, you just, it's a very unintimidating way. I mean, it's just scraps of paper. We didn't, this is literally just scraps I had sitting around and, and some matte medium, um, no pressure. 
not trying to make something impressive, but it was such an amazing opportunity to discover and rediscover what I loved and what my preferences were. So I am all over it. I definitely will do that exercise more and more. It does take a fair amount of time, like more than you'd think, but I could sit in front of a movie with matte medium and little pieces of paper and do page after page. (sighs) And then as we, I think we might've mentioned last time too, is then it'd be so great to scan this, print it, and then be able to cut it up into collage pages and just, oh my gosh, the juxtaposition of things you'll get will be so unique. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Amazing, Jamie. Yeah, they're so good and it's true. You you do see character in yours. I mean, there was that one that looked like a cat with a scorpion tail. <laughs> I just love that. <laughs> it's amazing. And I loved everything you did in your drawing class. I, oh, I thank you. I the whole time. But the first one, actually, I liked probably the most. But then I love that sort of quick gesture drawing. And yeah, and I that that sort of, the was it the bumblebee and the... There's a the, something in the in the yeah the fly and the, the fly that's yeah. in in yeah as though the flies inside the I guess the body in this yeah. case to to explore the um, the its volume it's it's uh, three dimensional this is it's really interesting it's really cool I've never seen anything quite like it so and I'm glad you have a teacher that doesn't make you cry who actually <laughs> <laughs> you feel good when you leave class and you you are learning as opposed to uh, your past experience where there wasn't a lot of teaching going on. So I feel very blessed by that. I also feel farther along in my artistic journey. Of course. You know what I mean? And so that also has made a difference. I have drawn a little bit. I still found it intimidating, but um, I wasn't as, I wasn't as tender and new you know, and that's a good thing too. And the only, and again, the only way you get there is to keep showing up, to just keep showing. And I don't mean grit your teeth and bear it. That's just not, you know, and that, that whammy voice is very loud. Um, So I guess I'm trying to be the voice that says, don't listen. It's not true. It's, you know, everybody goes on a journey where they make things they don't like everybody. You know, I can't imagine, I'm sure Matisse, Monet, Picasso, I'm sure they ripped up things, tore things, threw them out, went into the night crying and suffered angst because they couldn't, weren't creating what they, and that's just visual artists. I'm sure musicians, actors, dancers, like this is learning to find your way through your own frustration with your own work. That is part of being an artist. It is. Mm-hmm. None of it's, us escapes it. And I guess the, the question is, is which art is worth it? <laughs> That's a great question. Yes. Yes. Cause sometimes it's not sometimes, you know, I've learned, I learned that for me, like with singing, I, sorry, I have to move. Um, <laughs> With, you know, went to classes, long time, different teachers, everything like it. And I'm like, no, no, it's, it's not turning out the way I want. I'm not seeing the improvement I want for me to improve as much as I want. I'm going to have to be like a full-time kind of person. I'm like, nope. And I, and that was fine. Right. Yeah. But I explored it. I explored it to that sense of we're getting so just in, in discomfort that either, I have to make peace with it and go through it, like you said, or walk away. And sometimes walking away is okay too, because if it's not worth it, then do something And it doesn't mean, and it doesn't mean, it means maybe, okay, you're not a professional singer, but we can go to choir and be like, yeah, (laughs) because you still get the art. You know what I mean? Like you still get to keep the art for yourself. Yeah. And, and that is such a good thing. And I just am mad at the world. I mean, it's part of my, all of my work is based in this feeling I have about it is just so unfair to say to people, here's the line, here's the velvet rope. And only people who pass this can dance, sing, uh, write poetry, um, stories, like have a book published and all the rest of you, the arts do not belong to you. Well, that is 
garbage. The arts belong to all of us, period. Mm -hmm. And we can decide, like Susie said, we can decide how much we want to invest in them, energy, heartbreak, love, money, time. Our resources are the most precious thing in our life, and we get to decide how we're going to spend them. But if something calls to you, and it, sometimes it's hard, it doesn't mean it's not for you. If something calls to you, and you make hit a bad note, or you make a crappy painting, or your souffle falls, it doesn't mean <laughs> it doesn't belong to you. We right. all It is a part of the journey to um, engage with your art, to have some missteps, some things you love, and some things you don't. And sometimes you go back to them later. I mean, Absolutely. Auntie Lima always inspires me with that because like she'll go through a weaving period and then a spinning period and then a drawing period and then the painting and it's like she follows that energy and and I know I had a really long gap with photography um between the end of high school and when I moved to Ottawa after university so it happens and that's okay too and how often do you go back to something you thought was horrible mm-hmm. and then you go back to it and go Actually, I kind of like it. You know, you just, you see it in a whole new way. And Linda Berry has the best, best explanation for that, which she said in her book, Syllabus, she talks about how in the moment when we make it, we are measuring what we made specifically against the vision that's in our head. A week later, a month later, we don't remember in detail what that vision was. So this thing we created is free of that judgment. It exists only on its own terms. And then we can see it in a new way. Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely true. And a reminder not to just tear something up if you don't like it in the moment. Put it aside. Give it a month. Come back to it later. You may be surprised by what you see. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow, that's like, woo. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that note, I do want to say though, I just, I loved your, I loved your drawings and your drop collages and your matte medium ones. They were all really wonderful. It's amazing to see the characters and the figures always appear. Like they just feel like they're, like they're, like they're like, hi, Jeannie, like, let's go on like an adventure, right? Like it just, it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. It's like the cats that walk across the street to say hi. It literally feels, and hey, I just want to say thank you to Shannon uh, because honestly, I, ever since, Shannon's a brilliant uh, drawer like drawing is Shannon's home art right it's her where she it's her happy place is drawing and it has been something that's been really hard for me and from the beginning Shannon has been by my side supportive helpful like like willing to step in and show me something or step back and, and just let me be like listen to me be frightened or mad or cry or like have a little success and be excited. And, you know, that's just really been amazing. And you've also been so sensitive throughout it in terms of, you know, cause it's, it's been, it is an emotional journey. So thank you, Shannon. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's wonderful to see the journey unveil. It's been quite a road, quite a road. Thank <laughs> you, Road. Shannon's house, your creative how's road. Your road? <laughs> road. Oh my gosh. Well, let's do. Should we do the show and tell first? Show and tell. Show and tell. Oh. Okay. So let's. These are some of my snow globe. I called them drop collages, but they're actually the snow globe ones. So this is numero uno, which has a penguin. Suddenly, I see that it looks like a penguin doing cross country skiing. <laughs> Or, or playing pickup sticks. <laughs> uh, I need to be quiet while you're showing. Okay. So, or I need to be loud. Either I think works. This one, I think it's this way. Uh, it might be this way. No, I think it's this way. I think it's this way. It definitely <laughs> fell off the edge. There's some pieces that decided they were not going to. I just lost one. It just changed. It is now a new piece of art. New art. Um, and then this one, I, oh yeah, this one, I like this one a lot. This one, it's a little hard to tell, but there's a frog in the middle. See the frog's eyeball? And that's, um, I like the frog eyeball. Okay, so this one, I really like that because one of the things that they recommended in the class is to use your own art. 
And that actually was like a leftover piece from an earlier work. And I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about that, even cutting up like my own, like you put all the work into stuff and then you like cut it up and like, what? Like I was kind of uh, resistant or skeptical, perhaps. <laughs> I don't know you can use another word if you want. But that ended up being like half of whatever the left. And I actually love it. So hopefully that will encourage me to cut up more of my work. <laughs> I'm not holding my breath on that. And um, no promises, but at least I am aware of the fact of the truth that it can bring joy to you. Okay, like I just totally ruined that. Eh? Like, yeah, it's great. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> stubborn. So stubborn. I'm proud of you for doing it at all. I didn't do it. <laughs> so. And I did, it wasn't intentional. I just think I put like one at the end of art day once I just like, just like shoved all my scraps, you know, and then this week I shoved out all my scraps and it was in there. It wasn't like, let's place the frog here. It's like, there's my frog and it's my frog. And I have it like right by there. I love those frogs. I've had them for years. I think I got them in my stocking one year. <laughs> so anyway, happy about that. Frogs aside. So then, the, then I have my... Which way was this one? So this is the the put it all down. That's not what it's called. The other exercise. And I really like how this one turned out. It was really, um, although I do have the thing where I don't like, oh, there's some white space. Look at that. It snuck in. <laughs> I, gotta, I don't like having white space. I have an issue, like literally an issue. Um, but yeah. And then I also ended up with two eyes here. And the Joker's eyes. Oh, creepy eyes. Yes, and then uh, Jared Leto's here, hanging out, watching over things. So, and then I did start one, um, that, but I just used glue stick instead of matte medium because you guys went home with the matte medium. <laughs> <laughs> I could have left some for you. <laughs> I didn't even mean to say that. No, but I started this, I think I started this one while you guys were here because I started I love this little house so I wanted it to have a little home that's where it started yeah and then more wow and then, <gasps> and then the whole page and I could do this forever I know Jamie said this but I really could I could just turn the page and get the next box of scraps and just start here and I really thought I would start here and just and that's not what happened I, I was like, what? Where, why are you, where are there pieces on all sides of the page? Because then again, you got to get the white space. Ah, white space. <laughs> <laughs> That's because I wanted to maintain this, the roundness of this figure that appeared that you guys saw that I didn't because I don't see figures very often. Um, but I wanted to maintain that and I couldn't, I didn't have something. I'll, I often have um, sharp edges, That's not it. straight edges. I don't often have round ones and lots of triangles. So yeah, so that's um that's my show and tell for I think I lost another piece. <laughs> it's evolving. <laughs> I love how the smallest piece is where it started with that little house because yeah. everything else is bigger. And everything and there's especially with the 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 collage with the, the Joker guy's name I never remember. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's so dramatic. Like you have a lot of contrast with black, which I think is really interesting. Um, with that one that makes it quite dramatic. Yeah, there's some darks. Yeah, some darks, which I don't think I did. So that's really interesting. That I think it's also because I have some really bright brights. Jamie gave me this one. Right. And this one too. Like, so having that, you need the two pieces for the contrast. And I really enjoyed having the bright brights because a lot of mine were, were more subtle. Mm. So I liked having the sort of like, fuchsia! Fuchsia's <laughs> over here and orange is over here. I like bright colors. <laughs> I'm just loving, it suddenly occurred to me because Susie, you pointed out a piece that I gave you that had words in it. And Shannon, you have a piece of, that I gave you that's got bright colors. And it makes me again feel like quilting. You know, it's like sometimes you would have like, oh, that's from the nightgown that I used to wear when it's like, oh, this so I just love it to feel so special to feel like there's little pieces I gave you in your collages. Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. Collective effort, collective effort. And I will remember that because I was like, wow, where do you get that from? I was like, you know, so, um, yeah, so that was, that was from Arte and Arte was a lot of fun and it was cool to set up the stations and stuff like that. You know, I felt like a little mini 
community center kind of thing. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. <laughs> I really made that. It felt like bustling <laughs> around earlier in the day, making everything happen. Um, and um, yeah, so, and I did want to report back in on like last time I had the brilliant idea of like creating the schedule of like the pre and post and more and all this stuff about like scheduling times to do all the things and I and I I do not like to report that it completely did not work it just and it's not that it isn't a good idea it's just hey there was a reason why I wasn't doing that because I don't actually have the time to do like I didn't like I didn't I added it to the schedule but I didn't take anything off so (laughs) hence failure (laughs) my those are my words for the day (laughs) failure so, but I'm trying to really embrace this whole, like, any learning is good learning. Like, it's an experiment that failed. That doesn't mean it will always fail, right? Not all experiments give you the, experiments don't, like, their function isn't to give you the results that you want. It's to give you results. So, what I do with those <laughs> results is up to me. <laughs> but, so, I'm really, I'm really trying to embrace that, um, uh, that, I don't know if that's a philosophy, um, but let's say it is in... <laughs> And so, yeah, so I just need to, so I don't know what I'm going to do next with that, but I, I, you know, and I would love it if people have tried that, if they had success, like, that's great. But I just, you know, I had a busy week and, um, I, I, I was like, what, who am I kidding? You know, I like, I, I would see it on the day that I planned it. And I was like, who am I kidding? I can't do that. I can't do that on a day where I already have something that has like a high level intensity thing. Like there's a reason why it wasn't already happening. So it needs more active effort. So it needs to be, if I'm going to try and do it again, it needs to be on days where there isn't something that's a lot of energy or it needs to be broken down into smaller chunks or less parts or something like that. So I'm going to try and work on that and see what works. Um, I am hoping to do more of these collages because, oh my gosh, fun. Fun. I, I'm probably gonna like just pick some TV series and just be like, woohoo! <laughs> like, just watch all of it, you know, and just and I won't have any more collage pieces, so I'll have to be bored. Dan, and how did you feel about I'm curious about how it was different doing it with glue stick versus doing it with a matte medium? Well, and it's interesting because I didn't, um, I used a, like a, a, a cheaper glue stick and I had to use a fair amount. It looks okay. Um, but I had to use a fair amount on both sides. It's not as um, smooth. Um, it's definitely no, nowhere near or feels as finished as the other one, but it is flatter. And the other one did have a roundedness. So it wasn't bad. And um, in terms of the process, I do find it easier um, just because it's like with matte medium, it's sticky. And my hands did get sticky and the brushes are sticky and everything's really sticky but the like the result of the finish is great like this i feel like i would no question be able to cut up if i wanted to right but the other one no i could scan it and use the scan or you know draw it or whatever but if i was gonna maybe i could tape the whole thing down that would be an interesting way to do it tape the whole thing down but i think it wouldn't um it wouldn't hold up to cutting it apart so there is that um and i think last time when we were here i was talking about my new knitting project mm-hmm. this the it's not quite a sweater what is it well this is it doesn't say cardigan cardigan and they don't show the front i'm sure i explained about that last time too so that's the pattern that i'm working on and it's really hilarious because it's actually one long rectangle that you sew together in this Y formation. Those are like some of the different corners. So I haven't gotten that far, um, but I have got this far. So. <laughs> oh, it's so small! Like, so this is the, like, one half of the back of the bottom. And then this is, it's a repeat pattern, so it all looks the same. So it's got this sort of waves of cabling in it. And now I have enough of it done that I feel um, pretty confident that I like the, how it looks and the color. I do have a strong, I, it's so challenging because I have a strong preference generally for variegated yarn. But with cables, I think you appreciate it much more when it's a solid color. So, 
So I have a lot of blue. Hopefully I have enough. It was for another sweater. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it might, you know, like, it might end up being, like, you know, blue and then, like, another blue. Or, like, I have no idea. I haven't even gotten to the long enough that you put in the a first place marker where you attach it to something else. Like, I think you need, like, 16 inches. And this is probably, like, more like four. Mm-hmm. So. That's amazing, though, Shannon. This is, I will be very, thank you. I will be very impressed if I have this finished for next fall. Mind you, this is two weeks worth of work. So Yeah, so that's, that's a lot. lot. Yeah, I only do a couple rows um, after lunch and after dinner because um, I'm trying not to overuse my hands, which is not easy when you like to draw and you like to knit and you like to type and you like to, you have to do dishes. <laughs> <laughs> qualifier in there <laughs> so, so yeah but um and I think I'm actually on that note randomly uh, I think I'm going to try and resist buying any books that are 500 pages or more in physical format it's time to shift anything that's that long I'm going to buy the ebook wow it's just too much because I've been trying to enjoy library books and I'm like eh, this isn't enjoying <laughs> you know what I mean like, so. So, yeah, so I think I'm going to try and do that uh, and see how that goes because, you know, I, out of all of those options, I'm still going to knit, I'm still going to draw, I'm still going to have dishes to wash or something else. And um, I can't remember what it was. So, but books, I can, I can read in any format. So that's, that's in true. English, mostly. It, like, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm done now. <laughs> Well, I think that's a very wise choice, and um, I've come to that conclusion with paperbacks because they're they're too small and it's too it's almost too hard to read. So it is great we have electronic versions to mm -hmm. to for you know whatever your um, challenge is, and uh, I think that's great that you figured out like doing the knitting after like after you eat and so much. I mean that's very wise, Shannon. That's really. Yeah, that's Thank great. You. Yeah, and I don't, I, I realize with some things like, um, it, it, this is an odd thing to say, but for me, it also helps me watch movies because sometimes I can feel restless if I'm, for a whole movie, I'm not doing anything. And mm. of course, I usually start a movie with a tea and then that can easily lead to tea and a snack. And then that can easily, you know, another tea in the middle. And it's like, no, 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 no. Let's just knit. Let's make some clothes. And then we get to, like, you know, not increase the size that they will need to be by the time it's done. <laughs> so, I got to come up with equivalent with that, with eating sunflower seeds, because that's how I enjoy reading is eating sunflower seeds and reading at the same time. Same thing. And it's the salt. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Yeah. You have always done that, Susie. Oh my god! Oh, always. Yeah. Like, I can't remember not doing it. So, hmm, I'm gonna come up with an equivalent. So, no, that's really smart, Shannon. That's great. It's and that's great because maybe it is. Is it inspiring you to watch more movies? Well, like, it was, like, um, uh, it was intentional. It was intentional. I'm trying to cultivate cultivate better movie watching habits cultivate better movie watching habits this year which I know sounds like a ridiculous thing to do but it's not because it's important to me and I get to choose what's important to me <laughs> of course. claim that listen to me claim that um and so that's one of the very quickly this year one of the things I noticed was if I didn't have a knitting project or I was more likely to watch a movie if I had a knitting project so right now I'm just very being very conscious of uh, con conscious of having one on the go, or at least one on the go, so that there's no barrier to watching a movie. Weird. And I watched like three this weekend. That's great. Two or three, I can't remember. Any you'd recommend? No? That's, that's a whole other conversation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always looking well, for recommendations. Though. Like, yeah, no, well, I previously already, like I recommended to you already, The Hunt for the Wilder People, that one I would highly and widely recommend the other movies i saw would have qualifiers so that that one i wasn't on netflix anymore what i couldn't find it i'll try again but yeah i looked for yeah. it so well i just yeah i just watched it not this weekend but last so damn it <laughs> and the other one the one about the other one you mentioned too i couldn't find it either i'm like i am not having luck which is why i watched that netflix romance one always be my maybe 
Yeah, you're good at remembering that. I'm like, I cannot remember that title. And by the way, that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the other, the pre, the, oh, the little stranger. Yeah. That's weird because it only popped up in, like two months ago. So anyway. Oh, maybe there's something going on with my search engine. I'll, I'll check. But fantastic. I mean, you've done lots of different art, Shannon, and, and that's amazing. And I love the cable. And what does variegated mean exactly? I always forget. Oh, it transitions from one color or ombre. Another, that's another way of saying it, right? So if it transitions from yellow to orange to pink to yellow to orange, so it changes, the yarn changes color. It's oh, really great. Right. But it's really great. But I, 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 with the cable, I find that they're competing for attention. Um, in terms of what's the cool thing. Um, so it's hard, tough though, because I have tons of variegated yarn because I, I like it. I like it. <laughs> and you like cable. I like it a lot. And I like, I like the effects of cable. This pattern is not the funnest to do, but I'm, I'm getting, oh. I'm getting the hang of it. It's a bit, it's, it's, it's a lot of cables, right? And it's wide. So on those two rows, every, you know, you, you knit, nine like eight stitches and then you do a six stitch cable and so it's like and it's you know if you get one wrong man you're gonna know <laughs> you are gonna have those cables mastered oh, yeah totally yeah. yeah it's yeah i and it's nice to that my hands remember you know how to do it so that is great and i feel strong like i feel further along enough in the pattern to feel like oh that i can do it it's not my favorite pattern um but it's, it's, it's fine. Like it's fine. So I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact that you're going to sew it to go into place. <laughs> like yeah. I just like, after, yeah, after the last start, I actually did a little mock-up with a piece of paper and I taped it together and I put it, I put it on my frog actually. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> like that was. <laughs> I sent you guys a picture saying, look, I'm starting. So, Yay. so I know that it's, it's, it's legit. It works out. It's kind of like, you know, when you fold that paper and you do the eight like this. That's what I thought it was. At yeah. First. yeah. It kind of has this, it has a similar, like where are you where are you tucking the things so yeah that's pretty amazing hopefully it works out so yeah so. awesome awesome <laughs> well we've done lots of different mediums medias in the last couple of weeks true and we're gearing up to our 100th episode and is it jamie your host i'll be hosting yes so we'll have party a time. party. We're talking about maybe getting a little creative with our creative pot. Our yes, I don't pot. know what we'll do. Yeah. <laughs> so, hmm. We'll come up with something. <laughs> so, and again, thank you so much for your comments. And we always love to hear from you. So if, uh, let, let us know what you're working on. What happens, like, especially I find like seasons change what we do. Are you finding that? Like, are you doing something different? Now, do you want to spend more time outside doing something different? So let us know and um, come celebrate with us for our next episode, our 100th episode. Thanks for watching our 99th with us. We are the Riddler Sisters. Uh, start creating as we go. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Well, the minute we stopped, we realized we had to make some plans and come right back and invite you to our 100th episode. Yay! <laughs> we have decided that we are going to go live for our big 100 and we hope that you will join us on june 24th at 4 p.m est we're going to be on zoom and we will ask you to register so keep your eyes open for a link to that we're going to have giveaways we want you to bring your questions we're really excited to spend time with the start community we cannot wait to hang out with you for our big 100 you will find all of the information and how to register over at riddlersisters.com. We are looking forward to it live from Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> looking forward to seeing you there. Bye. Bye. You can find us, Riddler Sisters, at... We have a blog at RiddlerSisters.com, and you can email us at RiddlerSisters at gmail.com, too. Oh, and always remember, Riddler has one D. One D. <laughs> <laughs> There's three of us, but one D. And you can also find us online at YouTube and watch us at YouTube.com slash user slash RiddlerSisters, also one D.